Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Pay attention to what happens next. Starting your day the right way. Shall we begin? It's the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94. Oh, good morning. Happy Monday. We're here. We did it. We made it through the weekend and finally got back to work. The frozen weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. It was amazingly cold. It was very, very cold. And, of course, uh, sitting here on Friday talking about Winterlude festivities. They're talking about how Winterlude's the only thing that's not getting canceled. And then, bam. All canceled. the festivity canceled, yeah, because uh, it was just too cold to do anything. It's <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Uh, Mount Washington in New Hampshire, you know, eight hours away or whatever, mm-hmm, minus mm-hmm. 107 with the wind chill at the top of that mountain. Like, it was just so cold. Uh, crazy. crazy cold. We were so lucky, too, because at the beginning of this year, we, I think uh, we were spoiled with those mild temperatures and yeah. not even giving it a second thought. Right. So uh, here we are. We're going to get a little bit of a break from the cold. Uh, minus four right now, so it's not too, too bad. But uh, today's Chopsticks Day. Ooh, mm-hmm. like on the piano or <laughs> or the things you I eat I think with. the ones you use. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you opt for the chopsticks or do you opt for the fork? I always go for chopsticks until <laughs> they, we have until you get to the bowl of rice. <laughs> then I'm not doing and that. And then you're doing one thing. grain at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here all day. Frozen yogurt day as well. Froyo. Yeah. That was huge in the 80s. <laughs> I think Yogan Fruits probably has some of the best frozen yogurt. Okay. They, it's delicious. I should get some. <laughs> Solo Diners Eat Out Day. I feel like you do that, don't you? I'm not afraid of it. I do have <laughs> friends, though, to de- dine with at times. I just f- I find it so sad. Why? I don't know. Like, Don't you like to talk to somebody when you're eating at a restaurant? I talk to somebody for six <laughs> hours <true>. every day. <laughs> I could, true. like, l- I love silence. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> it's also National Sicky Day, which I took care of last week. Sicky Day? As yeah. in, be a, you're a sicky? Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people are battling out there. We feel you. I know. It's brutal. Oh, coming up, we are going to talk about uh, Winterlude. Will the Rideau Canal Skateway open at all? I mean, we just had the craziest, coldest darn day ever but mm-hmm. they're still working on that skating rink we'll see if it's going to open the grammys happened last night i know you didn't notice but uh <laughs> some things happened and the chinese spy balloon was everywhere on social media over the weekend <laughs> it's been shot down we'll talk about it One, two, three. jeff's three things all eyes on the Rideau canal skateway to see if and when the world's largest skateway will open for the public the discussion now is People are worried that it's not going to open. I mean, it's already the latest it's ever opened, if it even bothers to open this year. Has it been closed before? Never uh, not opened in a winter, ever. Okay. Uh, so. Can I just say, yes. I'd rather that ice be safe. Yeah, of course, of <laughs> then, course. Then uh, <laughs> have them go, you know what, just Give at your shot. own risk. Yeah, Give it not? a shot. Because now that, <laughs> now that it's compressed, right, and if it goes down to only two weeks or whatever, the, the fewer weeks that it's open the more people that will be on it at a time. Because everyone will be like, oh my gosh, i got to get out there. Uh, So it's not open. Uh, They're working relentlessly to Mm -hmm. get it done uh, right. The cold weather certainly helped over the weekend. But of course, as you look ahead, it looks like we're back up to zero tomorrow, plus one on Wednesday. These are not helpful temperatures. Okay. Okay. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. They've uh, worked a miracle before. Last night was the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were saying that the list seemed appropriate to you. I thought it looked pretty good. You know, you got people like uh, Harry Styles and and Lizzo and Sam Smith, who all had a really big year. Huge years. Harry Styles won Album of the Year, which is the big one for Harry's house. But Beyonce was the story. Yes. Four Grammys yesterday, which was enough to break the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. 
She almost didn't make it in time. She actually missed one of those Grammy Awards to be presented to her on Sunday afternoon yeah. because of traffic. I, I love this because Beyonce, when you think Beyonce, you basically think royalty. You think, I, when I picture her stuck in traffic, she's sitting in the back of a limo. I just wonder why, like, seven guys in tuxedos haven't dropped out of a helicopter to pick her up and then, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or part the seas right. of traffic. Exactly. What is Beyonce like sitting in traffic, stuck in traffic? Is mm. she is she keeping it cool or is she losing her mind? I think uh, I imagine her being regal at all times. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So here's the country categories in the Grammys. Uh, best country solo performance went to Willie Nelson for Live Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, best country duo group performance, Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride. Never wanted to be that girl. Yeah, she Big wanted song. that so bad. Best country song, Till You Can't, the Cody Johnson, but that goes to the writers of that song. Mm-hmm. And finally, best country album, A Beautiful Time, Willie Nelson. Uh, he just keeps winning. Well, they got to give it to him before he dies. Okay. We've been saying that for years. Is he 100 <laughs> yet? He's doing well. He's preserved. Ring three, <laughs> finally. Uh, the U.S. military shot down that Chinese spy balloon. It was everywhere on the weekend. Everyone was talking about the spy balloon. And then the memes, I came for the memes. It was amazing. <laughs> People were p- posting memes of the kid from Up. And like, yeah. and remember Balloon Boy? Oh. The big hoax. <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's Balloon Boy again. Anyway, they shot it down. Uh, now shot they, it? Like literally, literally shot it? Literally with a jet. Put a mi- sidewinder uh. missile through it. Cops in South Carolina had to tell people not to shoot at it oh <laughs> as it God. passed away. But here's the interesting part. That thing flew over Alaska, over Canada's airspace as well. And it turns out there were been many others. Uh, an- another balloon was spotted just over Latin America. Three more passed over the U.S. during the Trump administration that no one heard about. Was it actually what they said it was? So China says it was a weather balloon that malfunctioned. Okay. But now they're really upset that it was shot down. I'm like, well, if it was a broken weather balloon, why are you mad? Why are you mad, bro? <laughs> it had some really good footage on it yeah, of the clouds. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, they're trying to dive and get the wreckage to see what kind of spying China's doing oh, with the cool. balloon. They're going to take it to Roswell? Yeah. <laughs> My kid was like, don't they have satellites? I'm like, right. Don't they have satellites? I just, a balloon seems uh, very archaic. It seems like (laughs) 1800s, doesn't it? (laughs) And that's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. The big game is coming up. Uh, We're just, what are we, like a week away? Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're going to find out what you think about this. Should the Monday after the Super Bowl be a national holiday? Now, that means in the States and in Canada. Right. There is a way we can make this happen. Okay, because the, the, the big game, the Super Bowl, happens in the States. So I don't know if <laughs> we can actually piggyback on this. I feel like we can. All right. Sunday, February 12th, 6 p.m., Eastern Time on CTV. Okay. <laughs> Jeff's ready, and it just so <laughs> happens uh, that he's already taken that Monday. I have. Yeah. It's my national holiday. That's for sure. (laughs) All right. We'll find out what your theory is, Jeff, and how you think we can make it happen here in Canada. We'll also tell you what the Americans think. That's coming up on The Morning Pickup. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Hard to believe that we are already in the second week of February, which means the Super Bowl is just around the corner. Jeff, your Eagles are... In the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. So uh, it's a big, big year for you. Mm. And as an Eagles fan, you are taking the Monday after Super Bowl off. Yes, but should I have to? (sighs) So here is the big debate. Now, this has been going on for a long time because, as you know, the Super Bowl is always on a Sunday. Right. And for big football fans, that is risky. Absolutely. 
Yeah, because you can't really enjoy yourself knowing you got to go to work the next day. And by the way, mm-hmm. it's not just about the drinking. It's about the chili and the wings and what that does to you the next day. Well, that'll keep you up for sure. <laughs> so, you know, everyone's tired. Everyone's hungover. Yeah. Apparently, in the States, millions of Americans call in sick anyway. Call in sick. Yeah, they don't so take a day. They're not, yeah, they're what? not going to work regardless of whether it's a national holiday or not. If Even if you are super sick on that Monday, uh-huh. no one believes you. No one. No, believes absolutely you. not. I used to work with someone who took every single Monday after Super Bowl off as well. He was a big uh, 49ers fan. Okay. And same thing, like every single Monday after Super Bowl. Now in New Jersey, they've already taken matters into their own hands. Apparently, there's a school district near Philadelphia which is starting class two hours later. Right. That Monday to let Eagles fans sleep in. I feel like that's a good idea. Uh, Two politicians (laughs) in Tennessee just introduced a bill last Wednesday to make it a state holiday instead of Columbus Day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now they want to keep Columbus Day and just add Super Bowl Monday, so not really sure. But this makes sense to me because they're in the states. There are no Canadian provinces in the NFL. Well, there are some Twitter users here in Ottawa who've come up with a plan. Okay. Okay. They may be broadcasting friends of ours. But anyway, that oh plan God, is... In your, in your circle. Yeah, they're in my circle. Oh my but God. they have this suggestion, and I think it's a good one. So not all ideas are bad when it comes from dumbasses. Anyway, uh, they think that we could just move the family day holiday yeah. to the third Monday of February and still call it family day, but that's the day after the Super Bowl. And bingo, everybody's happy. Okay, I can tell you why that's a terrible idea. Why? Because the kids are going to be home. You're going to be hungover and and lying there in a pool of your own drool with children going, I'm hungry, I'm Mm -hmm. bored, I'm hungry, I'm bored. That's not a day off. I have no problem yelling, not my problem. (laughs) But also, uh, all holidays have that consequence, right? So no, you don't want the holiday. Uh, no, it, it I think it should be they, like go to school, but work holiday. Well, it should, it now should be uh, yeah. Right. School's still in. I like this, but adults get it off. I like it. Thank you. Can we do that? Can we have any holidays to ourselves? Right. Ever. Like, yeah. Why do you get them? They, they should be, they need to be in school. I, I understand that teachers need to be off, but <laughs> they can take they a day in lieu. They, they really, can take a day in exactly, lieu. Exactly. Your day in lieu. That's yeah. right. The PD day can be that Friday or whatever. Right. Sure. Okay. All right. We're, we, we, see, we made it work. <laughs> I don't know if we did. You're such a problem solver. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Happy Monday. You know what that means? We got to find out how the week is shaping up. I mean, make sure that you make your plans uh, based off of the horoscopes coming your way because they're never wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everything that Jeff says, you take with a grain of salt. How dare you? Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. We have to accept the week as it comes. Let it in. Let it inside you. All right, let's have uh, a What's look. What's the at- other option? <laughs> let's have a look at your horoscopes. Aries, your your future is desperate. <laughs> you're wandering, lost and confused in the desert. Your mouth will be as dry as the sand you're walking on. <laughs> Try not to worry. You're just dreaming and you're in your house. Maybe get a humidifier. <laughs> hey, Taurus, a vacation is close now. Don't forget to post on socials the second you arrive. Rubbing it in everyone's face is half the fun. <laughs> Gemini, you've been pushing yourself harder to get that promotion. Now, if you don't get it, just remember what your boss thinks. The work is the reward. Right. Cancer, it's award season where super rich people are also given praise for doing their job well. Just remember, you get the EGOT for loading the dishwasher perfectly. Oh my gosh. Leo, when you're getting stuff done at home, don't forget to stop and look around and appreciate where you are and who you're with. 
and ask yourself, why the hell aren't they helping you with this? <laughs> Virgo, great social week ahead. But tread carefully, one of your friends will suggest that the party include kids. Resist at all costs. <laughs> Libra, there will be a moment this week where everyone is out of the house. Just you, alone, gloriously alone. Enjoy this 15-minute window of heaven. Scorpio. A lot of activity in the neighborhood this week. Most of it annoying. A new couple who moves in at night. That other house that can't figure out the garbage schedule will put out the wrong boxes again. And you might just actually get to see the person who puts the red bag of discarded Nespresso pods next to the mailboxes as if it's okay to leave garbage for the mail person to pick up. What's that about? Does that happen in your neighborhood? I think so. Okay. Sagittarius, when telling your friends about all the drama with your significant other, remember to balance it out later with the nice things they do. Otherwise, you're painting a picture of a horrific troll that mistreats you. <laughs> right? You got to tell your friends the good stuff. Capricorn, you'll be stuck in traffic this week and it will feel like the world is against you. Just remember, Beyonce missed a chance to accept a Grammy this week because of traffic, so you're basically a legend. Aquarius, you could have a nosebleed at work this week. It's the dry air, but that won't stop you from worrying that everyone thinks you have a Coke problem. Okay. I don't know why you think it, but you do. <laughs> Pisces, try sinking into the background this week and see if anyone notices. If they don't, there is a real possibility that you could just disappear without anyone noticing. You could live that van life, waking up to beautiful <laughs> vistas and sunrises with hot, fresh brewed coffee and warm socks, but probably not because your family will notice that you haven't done the laundry. Don't sweat it. Van life is more about waking up in Walmart parking lots than national parks. And that <laughs> is how the week is shaping up. How do you feel about it? I don't know. You never do. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Good morning. 7 o'clock here on your Monday. Coming up around 7.30, we're going to talk hobbies. The date's going really well. And then all of a sudden, the person tells you they have a hobby. And it's an immediate turnoff. <laughs> What's that hobby? That'll Uh-oh. be the conversation. Uh-oh. Also got a useless question coming up about millennials. We'll see what you know about them. Uh, or what you don't know how to do. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Here we go. 29% of millennials say they don't know how to do this. 613-750-9494 or 94-94-94 text message. Uh, rates may apply. Okay, so they don't know how to do what? <laughs> I, um, I'm shocked at this. Okay. As, uh, I'm not. I- Okay, well, I am a millennial, and I don't really understand why, 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 why. There's not, it's, is, there, is there a technique I don't know about or something? No. Okay, just checking. Okay. 29% of millennials say they don't know how to do this. If you think you know the answer, first person with the right guess will win 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers. And now there are a lot of possibilities, so think carefully. There are. And get your guesses in. Good luck. <laughs> Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. 29% of millennials say they don't know how to do this. What I'm learning from this is people think millennials can't do anything. <laughs> There's uh, some of the guesses that we got. Uh, Over text, yeah. yeah. Uh, dial a rotary phone. I mean, everyone's grandma had a rotary phone. True. Bring. It took forever. Making those long distance calls, you got 20 minutes just to do the number? It's not worth it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, how about boil an egg from Carlton Place? That's nice. That's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, cook in general. Okay, fine. Whatever. How about address an envelope? 29% of millennials say they don't know how to do that. Come on. They might not know. 
Wait, you, you don't send. When do you send an envelope to anything anymore? Everybody sends digital Christmas cards and. Yeah, but you would have. I mean, you would have watched somebody do it at some point. Well, you just look it up on the net. <laughs> Write a check. That yeah, that that definitely. Yeah, uh, I can't tell you. I don't think I've ever done it. <laughs> Parallel park. Ah, funny. Uh, drive manual. No, you see, but this is the thing. Our parents, millennials, still had parents who taught them how to drive well. So we're still in that. We're in that bubble okay. where, like, we can parallel park. We can drive different cars. My dad always said, you have to learn on a stick shift because you never know. So I had to take all my lessons on a stick shift. Well, sounds like you had a reasonable dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fold a fitted sheet. Now, who? nobody knows how to do that. <laughs> Iron. Iron. Okay, yeah. There's, it's called a dryer. <laughs> my favorite of the day is hold a door open for someone. <laughs> the best one ever. 29% of millennials say they don't know how to do cursive. <laughs> Go come right. on now, come on now. Not cursing, cursive writing. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, work. Okay, cheeky. All right, well, none of these are right. Why don't we try the phone? 613-750-9494. 29% of millennials say they don't know how to do this. What's your guess? I was going to go with uh, they don't know how to change a diaper. What's your name? Yeah, it's Lanka. Lanka, congratulations. Yes. Oh, wicked. That is the right <laughs> answer. How did you know that? Uh, you know what? I have to give credit to the girlfriend because I was actually going to go with um, a different answer, but uh, she, uh, you know, cause, uh, she told me to go with that. So, you know, it was going to be her credit, right or wrong, it was going to be uh, on her. Oh, Lenka. Well, it's sweet of you to admit that, and you'll have to share the 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers with your girlfriend. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> I think people are getting mixed up with Gen Zers, okay? Because 17% of them said they don't know how to write a check. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, 41% of Gen Zers and millennials say they don't know how to sew holes in their clothing. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I, I mean, you know, no one ever really taught me how to sew a hole. You just kind of figure it out, thread the needle and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I took, cause I'm in Gen X. I took it in home ec. Oh my gosh. They taught you how to sew. I'm like, Oh, here I am. sewing. <laughs> What is going on? Okay, so 48% of millennials and Gen Zers say they cannot change a tire. Okay. Uh, and then 57% of them say they are struggling to figure out this adulting thing. Right. So we're all in it together. We don't need to adult anymore. There's AI. It will take care of everything. Can I ask a question, though, for the older <laughs> generations? Like, is there a point, because I, in talking to a lot of my friends who are in this millennial circle adulting sort of just happens. Like one day you just wake up and all of a sudden you're an adult. You're supposed to know how to do a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Like, is that how it's always been? I mean, or were some, some generations just born old as adults? I think, uh, well, I could tell you what's happening with my kid right now at 13. Yeah. Trying to teach him life skills. Yeah. He already knows it all. Sophie. Oh, so right. I'm like, all right, good luck with it. <laughs> and I think that's what happened. <laughs> You know, what, this, what sucks for your kid is that there are less tangible examples out there around him. So, so like, he can't just, you can't That's rely right. on the rest of the world to help him out with that. Yeah, he's, it's not like you're looking outside yeah. and everybody's changing their own yeah, tires. Yeah. Oh, that's how you do it. Right? Right. When I was growing up, it was all the dads in all their weird summer shorts with no shirts on, having their back on the hot asphalt. Right, doing stuff, changing stuff their Stuff under own the car, yeah. 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 Exactly, and then their kids were learning. Sprinklers. They, but my kid, like, looking up from the phone is, like, the worst. <laughs> 
so whatever. God. Where is all this going? Where, where are we headed? Yeah. Well, let's not answer that question. Let's stay happy. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. You're on a date, and okay. so far it's going really well. You're super into this person. How unusual. You guys are having a great conversation. Okay. And then, bam, they drop the bomb. Um. They have... A hobby. Oh, and what is the hobby? Well, something that you're not into. Oh, no. (laughs) And you are immediately turned off. What hobbies are an immediate turnoff? That is the question. Has this ever happened to you where you're on a date with someone, it's going really well, and then all of a sudden they say, I don't know, something like, uh, I like to smell coins. I'm just making something up. (laughs) Smell coins. Okay, great. I love the smell of them. I just want to smell them all the time. Yeah, that's a big red flag. For right? <laughs> that's that's when you I check, mean, I please. Don't, I don't think that's a hobby. I think that's a <laughs> mental illness. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. So you're on a date. It's going really well. And you can't wait to see them again. But then your date says they're really into blank. Huh. And just like that, you're completely over it. No second date because you just cannot get past this particular hobby. I feel like this is going to skew more mail, but what is a hobby you don't like uh, to hear about? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of women already coming forward and some men too saying gaming. Gaming is the one hobby that people have a major problem with, which I think is is kind of nuts because ev- it feels like everyone games. Maybe they're talking about like the fact that you're not engaged with the pro- Like if you don't like to game, then there can be hours and hours on your own, which by the way... Not that bad. <laughs> it says, I was so happy when my husband got over his Call of Duty obsession. Uh, that is uh, a problem is for real. some people. No, it's real. When uh, you're when you've got somebody who's super into gaming, not someone who does it at a leisurely pace when they, you know, have a little bit of alone time. Okay. I thought of one. Yes. Uh, cosplay. Which, oh, my gosh. Which sounds like if a guy hears that, he's like, all right, I'm mm-hmm. into that. What if they're a Golden Girls cosplayer, though? You know what I mean? What if oh, it's something my gosh. That's, not, that's not even a thing. <laughs> How do you know? What is it like? Uh, uh, if you can think of it, it's out there. Okay. So like what Harry Potter kind of thing or yeah, um, swashbuckling out in the park. Yeah, so that's here. Worst hobby ever. Uh, live action role play, like dressing up as uh, knights and fighting. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Okay, so I've never actually seen this happen in real life, except I was walking the dog last summer, Mm -hmm. and I walked by my local park, and there were two men having a sword fight. I'm not kidding. Swords? That's not code for anything, right? No, no. (laughs) Could you imagine? I would have called the cops. Yeah, that's what you do in that situation. There's children in this neighborhood. No, they were having a legit sword fight with real swords. Okay. And they had um, like some sort of garb on. Yeah, like and a tunic. I, yes. Right. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, this is what they're, this is how they do it. This is what they're doing, like they do in the movies and, and on TV. I'd never seen it with my own eyes before. And were they good at it or they look I have like, no idea. See, here's a thing. If you're not like movie star good at it, it always looks like you're a six-year-old. Like out there like, choo-choo. Well, they were doing uh. it in front of like the soccer posts at the park. <laughs> And there were kids playing. Like, it was just really weird. It was it was really weird. Although, I mean, I imagine it would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, right? maybe. Why, why not? I like to vanquish thine enemies. <laughs> sure, oh, not? my God. Try getting into an argument with someone like that, though. It's just like, it's like suddenly you hear the slow sound of steel <laughs> right? coming out of a yes, scabbard. Yeah. Or they try and slap you with their winter gloves. 
A duel, I say. Like, Do no. they talk like that? I, don't, oh, don't, I have no. no idea. Don't talk like that. All right, here's another one. Uh, what's yeah. a hobby that would completely turn you off? Someone says bodybuilding. Because, like, the obsession that comes with it and the work that comes with it. Oh, God, yeah. And it, it's just all-consuming all the time. You're never having a great meal with him <laughs> ever again. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. This one says, uh, <sighs> this is a weird text, but it says, I like to get every girl I sleep with pregnant. This actually happened to me on a date. Safe to say I left and never spoke to him again. Are you joking? That was his hobby. I like to get every girl I sleep with pregnant. Ew. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> oh, I love Ottawa. I would have gotten up literally uh, just in in that conversation and like, walked out. Well, it ain't happening here, brother. Oh, my gosh. What is out there? That's nuts. Okay, more people saying gaming. Okay, gaming. We got that. What about anime? Anime. Now, what's the hobby there? Collecting anime, oh. watching it, yeah. watching anime programs as an adult. Is that one of that's one of those niche things that does uh, become a consumption of uh, like your whole life? And then you've got uh, like anime figurines around a lot of times, oh posters up on walls. Your decor is taken over at times. Depends, All right, depends. This says a lot of guys aren't into horse girls. I totally get that. We smell like hay and dung and are very expensive, but we've got riding skills. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I don't okay you know what if there's like there's way worse hobbies out there than horses but that is also all consuming it's kind of like bodybuilding right in that you know you're obsessed yes. with the horse right okay yeah yeah right. no they're you're never replacing the horse they're in love with the horse way more than you forever if the horse fit in the bed they'd be in it yeah and you'd be out <laughs> okay what is a hobby that is a major turnoff for you the date's going really well until they say they're really into blank. sophie and jeff the podcast you're on a date things are going really well you can't wait to see them again and then all of a sudden they say they're really into blank God, it's the blank, always the blank. And then uh, you can't get out of there fast enough. <laughs> um, this one says someone who has no hobbies at all freaks them out. Yeah, who's not into anything. Hmm. Well, because that then uh, you, I think, correlate with not being driven or goal focused in any way. Interesting, yeah. Right? Even, I'm, I'm even not into not anything. I don't care about anything. Not even into collecting the spoons. I don't you know care. People who collect spoons with the little pictures on them? Yep, yep. Like, wow. That's a text here we got from Cornwall. People who collect figurines or any memorabilia oh, of any kind. Yeah. That kind of thing really freaks them out. Uh, someone else made a good point about long distance running. How do you know someone's a runner? They'll tell you. Yeah, I love it. Uh, long distance runners, marathon runners, are uh, they do, and they have to be obsessed with it because you have to train so much to be able to even accomplish uh, it. It's so crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know how you you are with a runner if you're not one yeah i mean if you want to have a conversation you got to be running next to them it's a lifestyle for sure yeah you said figurines this person's like someone who collects dolls like those creepy ceramic ones yeah. that always seem like they're watching you yeah so i had a collection of those when i was a kid like a royal dalton or the like, other kind i don't know they like, were just ceramic dolls like fancy ones oh, like i yeah. had anna green gables i had oh. all kinds and they were all sitting on my shelf um in my room. And Ready at I, any point to come alive and kill I didn't, you. They didn't freak me out at the time. Were any of them clowns? I swear to God, you know what? The world makes dolls scary. Yes. Because they weren't, for, when I was a kid, I thought they were really pretty and I yeah. liked them. And yeah. then the world told me that they were creepy and I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I kind of see it now. Like, this is my Chucky doll. I love him. The possession in the eyes. It's true. And Judy says anyone who's into Comic-Con turns her off. 
Okay. I don't know. We got a lot of Comic-Con fans in Ottawa. A lot. Yeah. Um, Krista says, <laughs> love to save human teeth. Yeah, okay. There's what? Now, if somebody brought that out on a date and said, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I love, I love, love, love saving human teeth. I have a beautiful collection at home. I can't wait to show you. Krista, you should call someone It's like, where'd that. you bury the bodies? Call someone <laughs> about it. And make sure you know you know that everyone uh, has the address of where you're at at all times. Sometimes people are so into sports that they are like, that'll end the conversation. Mm-hmm. This one, cheering for the Pittsburgh Steelers, legit ended a first conversation. Like, <laughs> wow. Well, well, you can't just not say it on a first date. Right. Just... Leave it at leave it at the door. And there's something about Steelers fans. They're they're just next level. Yeah, like what is that? I don't know what it is, but they're <laughs> always in the black and yellow. And you're like, I, we have to go out to dinner. You're at the dinner like, table, black like, and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. It's wild. <laughs> All right. Well, this is their season, so they're out there. There are some things that uh, some women are into that guys are freaked out by. Girls who knit or crochet. Yeah, I I can see that. <laughs> just sitting there with it's the just needles all the time. They've always got weapons in their hands. Just heads up. Well, I know someone who has a bit of a, a crocheting obsession, but she's crocheted so many things that they're just all over the house oh, now. Oh no! And like stuffed animals, purses, bathing suits. Bags. Yeah, I was going to say, when you crochet a bathing suit, you've really hit the <laughs> next level. I mean, honestly. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning, 7 o'clock here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff on your Monday. And all week long, we're giving away Thomas Rhett tickets. So listen up. Your first shot is coming up around 8.30. All right. We're going to talk about uh, new diapers coming our way. Smart diapers that you never knew you needed. Um. Yeah. Also, uh, it was darn cold. How cold? Record-breaking cold over the weekend. And is this a new signal about people who are into swinging? We'll discuss. It's about senior citizens. So be ready for the conversation. Okay. (laughs) That's the second one in 10 minutes. Get your loofahs ready. Oh, my God. All right. That's all the way in the next 10 minutes. We'll hear from Thomas Red and Nate Smith. But first, Pure Country. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Aaron Moss of Morrisburg, ready to win a thousand bucks by answering all ten of these questions correctly? Most definitely. You uh, get ten dollars for each right answer. If you don't answer all ten of these questions correctly, you can pass if there's time at the end. Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept. Okay. All right, good luck. Aaron, here we go in three, two, one. Bob Ross was most known for painting what? Uh, Pass. How many dice do you need to play Yahtzee? Uh... Which superstar set a new record at last night's Grammy Awards? Beyonce. How many lifeboats were aboard the Titanic? 16, 20, or 10? 16. Which country superstar Which country superstar wore a black and white outfit to the Grammy Awards? Uh, uh, Lizzo. This classic board game is a strategy of diplomacy, conflict, and conquest for two to six players. Scrabble. Spell Tennessee. Uh, T-E-N-N-E-S-S-E. Astronauts are able to bounce on the moon because it has less what than Earth? Gravity. Which is the smallest ocean in the world? Four seconds. Superior. How long is... We're out of time. Aaron, that was a tough one today. It was, yeah. 
Let's see how you did. Bob Ross was most known for painting what? You passed on landscapes. How many dice do you need to play Yahtzee? You went with two. Is a good enough guess? Five is the answer. Oh, yes, yes. Which superstar set a new record at last night's Grammy Awards? You knew it was Beyonce. Good job. How many lifeboats were aboard the Titanic? 16, 20, or 10? It was 20. You said 16. Mm-hmm. Which country superstar wore a black and white outfit to the Grammy Awards? You went with Lizzo. It was actually Shania Twain. She looked like a cow. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. She no. just looked the black and white. Cow looked like a dairy cow. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> this classic board game is a strategy of diplomacy, conflict, and conquest for two to six players. You went with Scrabble. It's Risk. Spell Tennessee. Oh my gosh, Aaron, you went with T E N N E S S E. It's two E's at the end. <laughs> so close. Astronauts are able to bounce on the moon because it has less gravity than Earth, which is the smallest ocean in the world. You went with Superior. It's Arctic, and we didn't get to the last question. Aaron, 20 bucks today. Good job. Better than nothing. Yep. <laughs> okay, thank you. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Thing one. Soon you may be able to buy smart diapers that can sense when your child needs to be changed and send push notifications to your phone. That's handy. Okay. These are still in the developmental stage, though. The thing I was thinking is we already have smart diapers, and they have an alarm built in. It's the baby. It cries when it has a wet diaper, right? Yeah, I I thought maybe the smell would would give it away. That's also a big key. (laughs) key Could you imagine? This would be more helpful for adults, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> than it would be for babies. These, right? You know what? It's an unintended application, but they are very popular in the senior homes. Well, what if your spouse goes before you? Right. You need somebody to help you oh out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thing two. In the United States, uh, just to give you an idea, the coldest place ever was the top of Mount Washington, New Hampshire, was uh, minus 46 Fahrenheit uh-huh. with 127 mile per hour wind, so it felt like 108 below zero. Hello. That's so cold. Mm-hmm. So you lived it. You braved it. You made it. Okay. Where were you when it was the coldest ever? <laughs> At home under the blankets. There you have it. All right. And finally, thing three. I guess this is either a clever, clever life hack or the most disturbing thing you'll ever hear about grandma. Seniors at the Village's Retirement Community in Florida are supposedly tying loofahs to the top of their cars to let people know they're swingers. Loofahs to the top of their cars? Yeah. Yeah. On the, uh, either on the car itself or on the aerial. Uh, And different colors have different meanings. For example, purple means you like to watch. A teal loofah means you go both ways. Not everyone's convinced it's a thing, though. Most people are like, this is just so these poor people can find their cars and you've attached a weird meaning to it. Okay, that's so bizarre. A loofah. Why a loofah? I've, what? It yeah. has to be this, because otherwise you'd just do a tennis ball. Ruining like everyone the else. loofah's good name. Well, <laughs> I don't understand. Well, at least you know if you're going to go over to their house, they're exfoliated and into you. <laughs> they should just use the diaper thing. <laughs> we can combine thing one and thing three. Smoke signals or something. That's what you need to know. <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Oh, Okay, that's weird. We have Sens tickets. Look at that. A pair of 100-level tickets to see the Sens take on Chicago. Uh, That is February 17th, 7 p.m. All right, here we go. If you'd like a pair of these tickets, why don't you shoot us a text at 949494, standard rate supply. Let us know if you want to go with your first and last name. 100-level tickets, again, to watch them take on Chicago, February 17th. Oh, this is fun. In the 100s. Yes, thank you. 
Those are the only tickets we're giving away because they're the best. Okay, so good luck. Again, text us 949494 standard rate supply, and you could be going to the Sens game. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Tia Clymore has won her way to the Sens game February 17th. Tia, congratulations. You heard the cue to text, and now you're off to the game again February 25th against the or February 17th against Chicago. Ooh. So we'll give away another 100-level pair of tickets tomorrow here on the show. Keep listening for those, because every time the Suns play at home, we've got your back with tickets. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Jeff's three things are, are coming. Yeah, speaking of Here Comes the Thunder. <laughs> uh, we discussed it earlier, but people are talking about it. Should the Monday after Super Bowl be a national holiday? We'll talk about that. And would you get on a plane that is self-flying? I think I know the answer, but we'll discuss because there are plans in the works. Okay. <laughs> That's coming up in just a couple of minutes on the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff. These guys were in town just last week, and now they are uh, in the States mm-hmm. continuing the No Bad Vibes tour, which we can attest has no vibe. No. One of, one of my f- no, there are no v- bad vibes no allowed. Bad vibes. So it's nice. It's 100% good vibes. And uh, it's one of my favorite country shows ever. Yeah. It was a good time. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Well, first of all, we're watching the Rideau Canal Skateway. Will it open? Will it not? I mean, we had a super cold weekend. Uh, they're working their butts off there. Um, it's, if it opens, it'll be the latest opening ever for the canal for Winterlude. And uh, if it doesn't open, it'll be the first time it doesn't open. I hope that doesn't happen. I Gosh. Please don't let that happen. That would suck, yeah. Thing two. Should the Monday after Super Bowl be a national holiday? A lot of people uh, in the States saying it should be. Some schools near Philly are starting classes two hours late mm-hmm. on the Monday to let fans sleep in. And, you know, this is a very American conversation, but there are an incredible number of NFL fans in Canada. And I'm just saying, does Family Day have to be? Well, I'd love to know Monday? what the stats are. are. Do as many people call in sick in Canada as they do in the States? It's absolutely huge. It's one of the most unproductive work days of the year down there. <laughs> so here, I don't know. I you know, I have to think nothing's as crazy as NFL football in the United States. So right. it's not going to be as big here. But I'm not saying give it the day off because of Super Bowl. I'm just saying Family Day could be one week later. Right? Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, thing three. Boeing and Airbus are testing self-flying airplanes. Now, the technology would handle in-flight emergencies and, and uh, couple relax the uh, Federal Aviation Administration's requirement. They'd need to relax the Federal Aviation Administration's requirement requiring two pilots in the cockpit. What do you think about having no pilot, just you're in an automatic A to B vehicle? But- uh, I don't know. I've never seen a pilot drive uh, driving a plane before. Flying a plane, right? Whatever it's called, yeah, that's what it's called. You never see the pilot uh, as a as a a human who just travels with the bystanders of the world. Uh-huh. The pilot doesn't actually exist. Okay, so it's pretty much driving itself anyway, or flying itself. <laughs> so you're getting on a plane that flies itself. No have problem? you ever seen the pilot? Yes. Yeah. No, I haven't. I, I never. They see have the, the door pilot. open when you get on. No, now, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I never see them. They say hi. How are you? Yeah, yeah. They they seem like robots anyway. Okay. Well, right? you enjoy that. I'll never get. I won't even. I wouldn't even get in a cab that was. You might not have any choice. Mm-hmm. They might just make all of the flights pilotless. So far, I've got some two good legs at work, <laughs> and a driver's license. Anyway, uh, that's the last self-driving vehicle I would ever get on. Okay. Yeah. Although. Why? It, human error. True. Is much more likely to happen than 
automation error. All right. I don't like when you make a lot of sense. So we're going <laughs> to stop this. I actually know what I'm talking about. And that's what about. you need to know. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. There goes a Monday. That happened fast. Wow. It's all done. Today is Chopsticks Day. So if you're going to give it a go, today's the day <laughs> to do it. Just don't eat the frozen yogurt because it's also frozen yogurt day. I don't recommend that with chopsticks. Okay. <laughs> well, I think frozen yogurt with chopsticks is better than just, you know, refrigerated yogurt with frozen. <laughs> Either way, it's not going to be fun. Okay. <laughs> uh, we learned about our horoscopes today. It's Monday. So, of course, uh, we got our horoscopes with Jeff and found out what the week is going to look like. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a challenge. All around. Yeah. As per usual, uh, you decide and <laughs> make it what you will. Never been wrong. <laughs> you can find find uh, your horoscopes on our socials after the show and, of course, on our website. Question today was 29% of millennials say they don't know how to do this. You yeah. Know, you know what we learned? Mm-hmm. We learned that... Uh, our audience thinks millennials don't know how to do a lot. Yeah. You said the millennials can't do pretty much anything like park, write, <laughs> hold doors for people. Dial a phone. Cook. Uh, the answer was change a diaper, though. That was today's correct answer for the useless question. Uh, were you ever taught how to change a diaper? Uh, yes, I was because I babysat a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't. So I had to learn. So yeah. Well, no like... one's going to leave their children with you. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife doesn't even like to leave it's our true. children with me. <laughs> Congrats. I, say, I say our children. We only have one. <laughs> that's that's part of the problem. You're just bringing home strays. <laughs> Congratulations, Lanka, whose girlfriend helped him out uh, with the correct answer to today's useless question. We also played the Thomas Rhett Scrambler. We did. We scrambled up a title of his song, and then somebody got it on text, and we sent them. He's They're off right <laughs> no. now to Thomas Rhett. <laughs> on the 25th, uh, he'll be at the CTC. So we'll give away tickets for that all week. And we will have more tickets with Tanea this afternoon. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, was there any other learning? Well, we found out head. that big uh, Chinese hot air balloon thing oh, yeah, was the, balloon uh, the was spy balloon down. was shot down. Yeah. And that they uh, continue to say it had nothing to do with spying. It was just some sort of weather but China's really mad that they got shot down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, something is more inconspicuous would have been better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a tiny drone? Yeah. 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 Maybe they are doing those but as well. But I think that they probably <laughs> were trying to have the opposite effect. I think they probably thought because you expect that if someone's going to spy on your on on you that mm-hmm. they're going to use something small and inconspicuous and China was like no no we're going to make it look like just like a weird oddly shaped balloon thing floating through the sky and no one will think anything of it interesting it'll just look like a big cloud what if somebody's hobby mm-hmm. is making balloon animals would that turn you off at a dating thing? We didn't get to that. No, but I imagine example. some people would agree that that's a big turnoff. Uh, <laughs> we talked about the biggest turnoffs when it comes to hobbies and what people are into. Everything from taxidermy to collectibles, dolls to cosplay. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of things that people are into that they ought to wait and find someone else who is also into. Gaming was the number one turnoff. It's true. Wow. I know. So take that with a grain of salt and stick it where you will. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day. Shannon Ella is coming up next. We will meet you back here, same time, same place, tomorrow. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.